all agents are the same in the industry. We're going to address that tonight over the next 10 to 15 minutes, giving you the difference of what to look out for so you don't actually think that. So if you are thinking all agents yeah. are the same, you may not quite have the toolbox there to identify if they are or not. So we're going to give you some of those items tonight to have a look at with Lisa Novak. Perfect. Hey, Mark guys. Good. Coming off the back of an extremely busy day today. <laughs> Oh, my God, yes. What's happening out there today? It's been crazy. So I've done six appraisals today. Wow. I've been called in for about eight. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 really busy. Um, and that's pretty much what people are asking you today mm -hmm. when they get you out. So just so for anyone who's watching a market appraisal, someone wants to sell. Yeah. They want to just not know what price you're potentially going to get for their home. They want to look at your strategy of how you're going to sell it. They want to meet you. So uh, you were in, when you say you're doing an appraisal, people yep. ring you up, you're out, you're having a look through their house. Uh, now, do you tell them a price on the spot or do you come back? Um, not always, not always. It depends on what they need. So things changed a little bit actually in our business because yep. generally the industry does the two-touch approach um, where we go out, we have a look at the property because we never really know what we're going to, right? Yes. And then we'll come back, we'll reappoint and we'll come back to them with some pricing um, Go back I don't, to your homework. And correct. Then, yeah. yeah, of course, and look at comparables and things like that. I don't always, um, particularly if it's an apartment that I really know well, if it's an area that I really know well um, or a property that I'm familiar with, um, I won't always. And sometimes vendors, we're all just like sport rats now, right? We don't want to wait for stuff. So, you know, a vendor that calls me and says, Lisa, yeah. I want you coming out and doing an appraisal, um, you know, they want to know pricing quite quickly. They want to get the property on the market quite quickly. They don't want to wait for me to go back and do that. So, you know, I will bring pricing with me. Sometimes I'll have to adjust it yep. on the spot while I'm there based on experience and, you know, markets and things like that. Um, but, yeah, I would say about 80% of the time I will take pricing with me. Because that's that's definitely changed when you're looking at when we're talking about all agents being yeah. the same. Um, the speed to market, the speed on market, the speed response time to prospective purchases just the sheer awesome speed yeah. that business is being done in property. And I think in most things, we haven't actually realised. So yeah. if you've been an agent three years ago to six years ago to nine years ago, even just that speed's completely different. Well, everything's changed, hasn't it? And yeah. I'm always saying if you look at how we order food these days um, or if you look at how we order an Uber these days, that's changed. You know, we've got to wait too long. We we order food these days based on not what we feel like, but what can be at our doors quicker. Yep. So we, our, our expectations on service and turnaround times has changed dramatically, dramatically. Yep. And that kind of wraps in quite a lot, Mark, to, you know, what people are looking for in an agent as well. Um, we're not all the same. We all come in different shapes and sizes. Yes. Um, however, yours, when... Your shape bit better than uh, my shape. <laughs> Questionable after uh, having a few days off. Um, but, you know, we, we all, the, the reality is not all agents are the same. Not all vendors are the same. You know, with all the appraisals that I've done today, every single vendor requires something differently. The thing is, is that as agents, we also just have to stop and listen to what it is that vendors want. You know, there's no one-size-fits-all approach to what a vendor wants and there's no one-size-fits-all campaign that's going to work for every single property either. Yeah. 
Um, and women are a bit better than listening to people than men. Well, I always start off asking a lot of questions. Yeah. I, I, I do. I always start off asking a lot of questions. What is important to the vendor? Is it price? Is it time? Do they need the property sold quickly? What's important to them? What do they need from me as an agent? And I think that's a question that we forget to ask as agents a lot. Um, but, you know, all agents are different. Trust me. You know, I'm often, I mean, as an industry, Mark, as agents, we're coming up against different agents all the time. I think authenticness is, authenticity. A, is another good one. Yes. Like that authenticness, that authenticity, um, when you're dealing with someone and they're talking like a drone, um, yeah. when they're, uh, I don't know, in, a, in any environment, it's not very appealing because that's the person yeah. that you're putting opposite your best buyer. So the more interactive that person is, the better question asking that person is, like you've just said, Look, the more rapid fire, like we've just said they are, yeah. there's better chance that they're going to extract what you what you need out of your property sale. And look, I think if you're a seller and you're watching this, it's hard for you guys to choose an agent. It is hard, but you know what it is that you're looking for. So as a real estate agent, that's what I was saying, Mark, I'll always go into a listing presentation asking my vendors what it is that they need. Um, I remember I signed up a property. It was last year. It was in Balgala. And um, I walked in and there were eight listing presentations sitting on the dining table. And um, I said to the vendor, are they, all, are they all listing presentations? And she said, they are. I said, you've had that many agents through? She said, I have. I said, you know what? I remember I closed my presentation. I said, you actually don't need another agent. I need to know what you need. Because if you've had eight agents come through and you haven't been able to choose one of those agents... Something's missing yeah, well here. Well said. Something is missing here. So what do you need? She said, you know what? I just needed someone to ask me that. And I ended up signing up that property on the spot um, because all of those eight agents forgot to ask the vendor what they needed. They just went into um, autopilot. They pulled out the listing presentation and they just went through it from front to back and there's the spiel. That's what your property's worth. Look, vendors know these days what their property's worth. That that data is available to everybody. They've, they've got an idea of what a property is worth. And, and I think um, if you genuinely think that something is same same, um, are you right? Are you, are you right or are you not? Like, it's not like a product where, with certain products out there, they are you know, the generic brand and they are all the same. But here you're talking about strategy, personality, some of the things we've, uh, items we've spoken about, yeah. some of the things we're going to speak about. They're big. They're really big things. Yeah. So I think if you are yeah. genuinely thinking that you're finding it hard to select between a couple of agents when renting out your property or select a couple of agents when selling your property, I actually genuinely think that you probably haven't met your right agent. Keep going. Because yeah. that, that's, you know, if you're not feeling uh, that someone is dis distinctly resonating with you and that they are all the same, then uh, I think you're right. And also it's critical to, to work out out of the agents that you're going to be interviewing. And usually a vendor or a seller is interviewing, I would suggest, two to three agents. That's about the norm in the industry. What is the agent doing over and above the other agents? Yeah. All right, because in a hot market like what we're seeing right now in Sydney, it's not that difficult to be able to take vendor paid money and get onto the portals 
turn up to your open homes on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Which is realestate.com and domain. Sorry, realestate.com and domain yep, yep, and domain. Yep, yep, so the two yep. big the two big real estate portals. Every agent's the same. They all, they all can do that. You, you're pretty much guaranteed that you're going to have a flurry of buyers turning up at an open home. Yep. The question is, what is the agent going to do over and above that? I think that's the question. If I, Certainly, if we were selling, that's what I would want to know. Yeah. Mr. or Mrs. Agent, what are you going to do over and above every other agent that I'm likely going to be interviewing? That's number one. Number two, I think a lot of sellers get caught up on the commission thing. And I know Tom Panos did a really good spiel on this last, last night. night yeah. I was literally listening to every single word that he said. Um, the commission thing is a big thing, right? Because I think a lot of agents naturally assume that they're going to get chosen maybe on commission. Yep. Um, and a lot of sellers naturally assume that that commission is somewhat negotiable because the other agents have come in at a set rate. As a seller, I would always be skeptical of the cheapest agent in the room. Yep. I would always be skeptical of that. Yep. And I'm certainly always saying this in you know in, in my pitch to when I, when I'm sitting opposite a vendor. If that agent is a lot cheaper, maybe that's the only tool in their belt. But how can cheap ever mean good value? Well, it doesn't. It, like it how really can does. Cheap always yeah. means cheap. Is cheap is cheap is cheap. But you know what I've noticed, least um, less people with agent with clients getting agents through properties. The industry is getting less agents through their properties and making their yeah. agent selection even before they've even met their agents. Correct. It's it's an affirmation. So when we were do when we were meeting clients five. 15 years ago, yep. it was, hello, I'm Mark, and this is what I do. Now, as soon as you walk in the door and there's two agents, they go, Mark, because, and it's like, how do you know yeah. that? And and it's it's much more that personalities are out there much more online. People are making decisions on which agent they're going to use and the difference in their real estate agents before they've even rung them and got them through 100%. the door. It's just to like, you yeah, know, this is the guy. So it's normally only two now, not five or four that true. We used, people used to it's get It's true. And also one. these days, you know, obviously as an agency, we do a lot on social media in case you hadn't noticed. Um, and I'll often find, A, I'll be caught into a, a listing presentation because people have already done that digital interview on me. Yeah, the digital. Um, so I'll get called in. I mean, today, uh, you know, quite a few appraisals that I did, they were like, we're not actually going to interview anyone else because we feel like we already have a relationship with you. We feel like we know you. That's amazing. So, you know, again, sellers, everyone is privy to this kind of information these days. And, you know, again, if you're a seller, guys, and you've got that agent that's come in and they're like, I'm the number one in the area and I do this and I do that. All that information is all public information. You can jump onto the likes of realestate.com. You can punch in that agent's name mm -hmm. and you can actually see how many properties they've been selling. It's there. It's all there. And as I said, all of that information is um, public information. And again, on social media, you know, I'm often coming up other you know, against other agents. Oh, we do social media as well. There's social media and there's social media. Putting up an Instagram feed with a sold sticker is not exactly interacting with buyers. Um, that's great as an agent for your profile, but that's not actually going to assist your sellers. So again, always be looking to, um, to see what that agent is doing over and above, just taking that vendor paid advertising. That's well said. And also I want to say good day to Paul Anthony, good day to hey, Paul. Um, hey, and guys, this is a live audience. So if there are any questions, we are talking about the are all real estate agents the same. If you do have an opinion, 
positive, negative, or whatever it is, love to hear it. Feel free to make a comment. We'll address it live on the spot. And even share this with friends and family that are just about to choose an agent for rentals or for sales. And this can help them. They don't particularly have to be in in the northern beaches of Sydney, anywhere in Australia. And that can help even, I think, Phillips in the UK, so anywhere in the world. And, you know, look, it, it is always a really, really hard thing because the agent that you may choose to go with may very well not be the agent that you initially thought you were signing up with, right? Like I just heard a story today, a local agent. Unfortunately, I had missed the listing at the time. I'm actually getting it second time around. They had an awful clean up. experience. We call that a clean-up. I call it post-market selling. It's my new term. It's post-market cheap. selling instead of pre-market, it's post. And it is the clean-up, Mark. Yep. You know, it's the agent that... Um, they signed up with, and unfortunately things didn't turn out. In These vendors in particular had an awful experience with a local agent. And what happened was... So Can this you just is, explain exactly what awful experience yes. is? Like not, not to be negative, negative Nancy, but just to illustrate to people as an example of how if you're not choosing the right agent, it can cost you time, it can cost you money and some emotion. But what, what are some of those things so that they, were, they, they, they signed up, and a well-known local agent, they signed up with this person... And um, first open home took place, no-show, agent no-showed, assistant turned up. Massive, massive red flag there, guys. Ask the agents that you're interviewing, Lisa, will you be conducting all of those open homes yourself? I would never sign up a listing and palm it off to one of my assistants ever. Very common. A good, extremely a common in high our industry. volume agent. You are a, is often not at every open house or every showing. A high volume agent is sending the the uh, the right the rookie in. Yeah. So that that was a sometimes that, that that was a shocker. You know that already sent alarm bells ringing. Um, then this particular agent was turning up late to open homes leaving early from open homes. Um, Just so they could say that, yes, they did appear at the open house, but yeah. they weren't there early to the end. Giving giving some false information, unfortunately, about buyers that had come through the property. Um, and it was just all in all, without going into great detail, all in all, it was There's just some a of the really, things where you can... It, yeah. it, it was, a, you know, it was not a we great experience for a lot of agents taking them. holidays. Uh, that was the other thing, actually. Yeah. They, they, signed, they signed up the vendor yep. and then went away on a holiday. Good question to ask. Are yeah. you taking any leave during the selling of my property? Correct. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, Pretty here's obvious, a trick, guys. Yeah. Here's a trick that not many people know. When you have decided to choose your agent, even though it may say on an agency agreement that um, the agreement period lasts, let's suggest, for a period of 90 days, you can actually negotiate that agreement period That's a great one. with the agent. That's a great so one. So if for whatever reason, look, as agents, we, we you know, we all can't get every listing. It'd be lovely to think that we can, but sometimes we do not, you know, get the listing. I will always say to that vendor, can I offer you some advice? Enter into a shorter agreement if you can with the agent because sometimes, not always, but sometimes the agent that you think you're getting is not the agent that appears at your open homes during the campaign. Look, it's like a job interview, guys. How would you know in a job interview that yeah. person's going to roll well, out to be amazing? You don't know. When you see that person in action with traction, you get a pretty good idea, which is normally a couple of – how long do you realise you got a shit agent? Two weeks, four I reckon, weeks? I reckon, you know, I reckon you know within the first couple of weeks. Lack of communication yeah. is a big one. So having a short leash – 
on your yeah. agency agreement means that you can swap out your real estate agent if you've got a dud. Correct. So normally they'll ask for 90 or 120 days. Yep. Uh, we would suggest probably something like 30. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I said to this vendor today who was who had a terrible experience with this other agent I just yeah. mentioned, I said to them today, guys, I do not want to put you under any more pressure. You just give me a 14-day agreement yeah. and let's just go from there. Now, a good operator isn't scared about, I want to lock these guys in long. A good operator is like, you know what? Don't even worry about the length. I'm going to work real hard. I'm going to get you a great result and you're going to love me the whole way along and you're not going to want to get out short or long agreement doesn't matter do what yep. you want whatever makes you feel comfortable another really good tip something again i use today and i use quite often is i will say to a potential vendor i'll tell you what you go on to realestate.com to the sold section because even if i've sold properties off um pre-market off social media all my solds are still there on realestate.com. They kindly let us put them on onto the sold section of realestate.com. Even if you haven't sold Even on if I haven't sold through that portal. We still upload all of our sales for yep. free so clients can enjoy Correct. the information. So I, and I use this quite a lot, guys. This is a really good one for you agents out there. Um, I, I often will say to these prospective vendors, I tell you what, why don't you go and choose three properties that I've sold, any, any properties at all that you like, and I'm very happy to put you in touch with those vendors and they can tell you what the experience was like. Rather than me having the three generic um, testimonials or the, you know, the lovely video testimonials that so many of us in the industry do, um, I said, you, you, you hand choose whichever ones you like and I'm very happy to put you in touch with those vendors. All right, that's, an, that's another good thing. Can't go wrong. Pretty can't, ballsy. Can't go wrong there. We've got a question. Hey, Sanjev, hope you're well. Hey, Novaks, what is your favourite strategy for social media selling? Um, oh, gosh. I, there, there's too many. Um, but a favourite one would Repetition. be... Repetition. Yes. Consistency. It's, it's the consistency. So we've got a young guy here, Billy, who just started with us, absolute weapon. And um, he asked me a very similar question tonight. He said, what do I do, Lisa? I really want to start to do a lot of social media stuff. And I said, just just do it. Just do it consistently. Um, the big mistake that a lot of agents do and where they don't really succeed with social media and selling property there is they give up too soon. Yep. It takes time. It really takes time. It's like watering a plant. Water it once. It will grow. Water it all the time. Lots but not too much. Yeah. And it'll, and it'll do really well. But what's too much social media? I don't look, think there is too like. much anymore. Um, you know, some as long as it's good, help, helpful information. Yeah. You know, if you're whacking the same property up three times a day with the same description, I think you've got a problem. Yeah. But if you're offering something that people want and that people want to share and that people want to uh, are genuinely interested in, you can't get too much of it, eh? Well, they can't. And the great thing is is that if people don't want to see it anymore or, you know, say I've got a buyer who's following me and they've bought, well, they can just simply unfollow. So I think when you're, again, when you're giving people that great content, um, that tribe, your tribe of followers, the right style of content that they find engaging and interesting, um, I don't think you can give enough of that. It's very true. Yeah, I really don't. I don't think that you can. So on signing out, uh, all agents are the same or are they? The answer is? Definitely not. And and in summary, on the back of what? No, de they are definitely, definitely not. So, look, there's things that will be the same that should be the same, okay? One of those things should be pricing of a property. 
And again, if I'm going into a listing presentation, a vendor says, really, I just had James here from Blah Blah Agency and he said my property was worth $300,000 more. The question you've got to ask is, we're all using the same data. Yep. So I would want to know how they're able to justify that because there's your recent comparable sales. I've just sold quite a few properties in this area and I'm just wondering how they came to that pricing if we're all using that same data. So the pricing for, for a vendor's property should be the same. Would you agree? Look, you know, it's like a race car. You can you can get a great driver, a pro, behind that same vehicle pulling a quicker lap. Fact. Do you know what I mean? So there, it is like you go, no, no, it's the same, same. It's same, 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 same car, same car, same car. No, same property, same property. No. no. If you get that, if you get that right agent um, in front of your best buyer, they are going to rip a phenomenal price without uh, a doubt, for sure. Yep. And if you put a rubbish agent in front of that same buyer, there could be fifty to hundred grand's difference of what that the ability that agent's going to extract 100%. out of that person. So you're, you're playing with you're playing with your Can own money here, and to invest a little bit more in a great agent rather than a cheap agent, I reckon there's there's 100% on it, yeah. just like a race car driver, just like a doctor. Without a doubt. Just like a, but you know, like, do what's, you that, know? what's that saying that with the um, fixing a phone? Uh, someone told me the other day, they are uh, getting a television fix. This was 10 years ago. They got yeah. the telefi- tele fixed. The guy, like, they walked in with a telly. The guy opened the case changed the circuit, gave it back and said within five minutes said that's $250. And the guy goes, what, you know, charge me $250 for five minutes? He goes, no, I'm going to charge you $250 for 15 years experience plus five minutes. I love that. And it's so true. It is so, so true. But, Mark, do you want to know what I think the most important thing is when choosing an agent? Do you want to know what that is? No, nah, I don't care. Authenticity and what? honesty. Authenticity and honesty. I think too too many agents try to be agents, and at the end of the day, what a vendor wants is a human being. That's what they want. They want a human being. But, I, I, I want a listing today and a really, really good listing today because I was the agent that walked in. I asked what my vendors wanted. I wanted to know what was important to them. And I was extremely honest with my pricing. Now, with the pricing that I gave them on the property, I was maybe I maybe came in lower than the other agents. I know I did because of the dialogue that we had around that. And I said to them, do you know what? I've given you extremely honest pricing. What the property is going to sell for, that's a different story. We don't know that until we've actually taken the property out to the buyers. They so appreciated the authenticity and the honesty. That's, that's I won the listing based on that. And I think that is the number one most important thing that vendors are looking for. Then they want to look for the agent that is going to negotiate the best sale price for them. Bit of a bulldog. How are they going to do that? You want you don't want someone that you want a bit of a showman that way. Yeah. You know, you don't want to push around that's like, you know, this is what you know, this is what commission I'm going to pay you, and they can't negotiate their own fee. For themselves, how they're going to negotiate their your price, the price of your property, if they can't negotiate their own fee? Absolutely, it's a, it's rubbish. Absolutely, and you know when you start ticking off these boxes of what these vendors are looking for, yeah. because you've listened as an agent, you've asked the right questions. When you get to the commission, it generally I generally find it's quite irrelevant. Yep. 
And and just on that note, I actually do a flexi fee. And again, Tom was addressing this last night, Tom Panos, in his Sunday night rant. Um, I do a flexi fee. And the reason I do a flexi fee is because I actually don't want to be chosen on commission. I'm not scared of it. Tell everyone it about that, it, it Lisa. Oh, I really like this. So I actually introduced what's called a flexi fee, which is a range, a fee it? range. I introduced it as a sales agent um, during COVID. Is it your idea? I don't know if it was my idea, but I introduced you it as part it of my strategy. Well, where did it come from? Yeah. Okay. All right. Actually, so, you know, it was Jordan. It was Jordan. Possibly. But you... You've, it's been the greatest tool yeah. as for your clients because you are so over and above in your service and pricing and things like that that they see that and they're like, shit, I want to pay you more. Yeah. So, well, I, I take the commission discussion off the table by giving my options what's called a flexi fee. So it's a range. It's a commission yeah. range. Yeah. And I say, Mark... That's the range. You pay me what you feel is fair based on service and results. It's a bull when terror. we're done. It's when a bull we're done. I, I don't want I don't want you to choose me on being the cheapest or the most expensive agent. That that's not how I want to operate. And all those emotions that people are feeling in choosing an agent actually go away because you are the judge and you are the jury at the end of the trial. So as as a client, yeah. you're you're saying but agents are trying to make you the judge and jury at the beginning of the trial. They're trying to say, "Look, we want you to we want you to preempt the whole thing." And and by what you're doing is putting the power, the sword in the client's Correct. hands, saying, "You know Correct. what? You just watch. You just watch. You just enjoy the show, and price. And if you are happy with the service and the products and the show and the and everything that we do at the end." You pin the tail on the donkey with commission. I'm telling you guys, it's the most powerful thing to do. It really, and you do it magically. Yeah, it, it really is. And look, there's always this awkward discussion anyway because you always sense that vendors are always a bit awkward with the whole commission discussion anyway. Yeah. I never am. I mean, if that's what they want to know up front, that is exactly what I tell them. If they want to know that over the phone, that's exactly what I will tell them. But, you know, it is, um, it, it is an absolute game changer mm -hmm. without a doubt. Um, I get asked a lot, but don't, in fact, a vendor just asked me before, um, he said, but wouldn't most people just pay you at the bottom end? And I'll be really honest and transparent about this. I really get paid at the lowest end, even though I've given them that scale of where the range. Um, Percentage-wise, how many pay? So say it's, say it's a, uh, how many are paying at the top end of the band percentage-wise? Uh, about 60%. How many are paying at the bottom end of the, of the band that you're giving them? About 10%. And everyone in the middle, the rest. all in the middle. Yep, it's pretty good. So, so not a lot. And again, that's just purely what a, based what a liberating on thing service for a and results. Yeah, for a customer to be able to do that, that yep. is amazing. And I love that. I love that they've got the power then of controlling what my commission looks like at the end when we're yep. successfully sold. Yep. Yep. You know, and it's been a really, really pleasant experience for them. Well, that's a show. Yeah. Hopefully we have helped you and you will benefit from the information that we've given you tonight. And if you do know anyone that you can think it can help or can benefit from it, tag them in, share this with them. It helps us as well. Absolutely. And uh, why do we do this? Why do we do the show? Help people. Yeah. Give, this, give, give people this information. This is really hard information to find anywhere. Um, there's obviously a few phenomenal people that do this really, really well in the industry. We try and give you guys as much information as possible on a range of topics relating to real estate and property and all sorts of bits and pieces. And this is dining room table conversations that we're having and it's really nice to make them public because the only other way you're going to get it is to sit opposite the real estate agent 
at the dining room table and ask them to appraise your property. So I love sharing this yeah. because people can say, ah, okay, well, that's the that's the general course of Q&A, what's discussed, how it's discussed, watched it. It's really arming consumers that are buying or selling yep. um, and or doing any sort of real estate transaction, even if they're, you know, renting in any capacity and then it makes you a bit of a sharp have a bit of a sharper blade we even get a lot of real estate agents watching as well can i just can can i just finish off by saying something yes i had a really 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 well-known real estate agent call me the other morning i'm not going to say who um i reckon he's one of the biggest names in um real estate as far as real estate agents go he wanted to ask about um the social media strategy and and if it worked and was sort of picking my brain about it. A, I was extremely flattered. John McGrath. No, I can't say who. No, no it wasn't John. It wasn't John McGrath. It, John is actually exceptionally supportive. Um, it wasn't John McGrath. It was it was Tom an Panels. active real estate agent. I'm active not going to. I'm not going to say because I think that's a bit. Agent. It's a bit yucky to say. Um, but he he called up and was you know really complimentary and wanted to know if the whole social media thing worked. And I thought, wow, that's phenomenal. That it's been noticed by this particular person. In New South Wales. Yes. Wow. Yes, they're in New South. Big Wales. Big age in New South Wales. Big yep. numbers. Wow. Yeah, but you know, there's there's a there's a fine example of agents because we we do the pre-market strategy here that are doing something differently in the industry where if we're sitting at a listing presentation that's a massive standout point yeah yeah that we can offer that to a vendor a pre-market strategy get their property out instantly zero dollar marketing test the market there we don't get the knock your socks off offer then we're launching out to those real estate portals and that information or ip that we're sharing tonight is ip that some of the best agents in the country are asking us so that ip is is great you know so hopefully it's helped people out there hope so love you everyone have a great week everybody thank you so much for all your interacting jen i hope you're well Hope you're smashing it out there. Thank you, guys. Starting out as a real estate agent, very helpful. Great industry to be in, Phil. Really great industry to be in. Good luck. If we can help, we're always here. Love you. See See you guys. guys. Take care. Bye. 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 Bye.